Hey, what's up, everybody? Now, you know, during this quarantine and lockdown season that we're in right now, you know, you always think that men's hair is going to be long. Men, men are going to look a lot more like a Yeti. Uh, but we have a very good looking guy here today, looking extremely, extremely ready. Uh, Mr. Steve Wee, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited because I think uh, I think uh, I think I also heard your name quite a bit, but it's just that I think it's the first time we ever meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's really uh, what we're gonna do with this uh, podcast session is we want to try to give as much value as possible. And obviously, you have a lot of uh, knowledge. You have a lot of uh, skill set, and you know a lot about mm. how you can help, especially business owners. Because I want to do this podcast. Um, I want to help more business owners. Let's do that because yeah, I believe yeah. that by helping more business owners, yeah. we can save more people because they are the one that employ more people. Yeah. And as we are recording this, we are in a season right now where businesses are struggling. Uh, they are in lockdown. They uh, they cannot open. Many unpaid leaves. Many people are laid off. And uh, I literally just read a couple of hours ago one of the biggest publishing house in Malaysia. Uh, what they do, they publish a lot of big magazines and gossip magazines. They had to lay off mm-hmm. 200 employees. They had to shut down the publish, publishing house, the, the printing and everything like, you know, and I know you work with a lot of corporate clients. I know you work with a lot of small business owners as well. What's your thought on like the current situation right now? And do you have any tips or maybe strategies that they can use to, you know, go through this entire storm without laying off people or without, you know, doing things that are going to have a negative impact? Now, in fact, I think this question is very, very valid because uh, it's very hard to say uh, which, which area of the economy is bad effect because every industry is so different, right? As much as we say that uh, we need to go online, but certain industries uh, are, not, are not eligible to go online because mm. of the nature of the business. So uh, here itself, I think that uh, the government supports come in handy while a lot of banks also come in handy for 0% of installment for most uh, companies to hold on at least until this year to survive. Because the whole idea of uh, uh, the after effect is as long as you can survive 2020, you'll be good enough because that is where the fittest of uh, the survival of the fittest will be there. Um, for those industries that can go online, I think uh, definitely I think it's very good to start embracing it because it's either you do it now or you do it later, you still have to do it. That's why people like you, that's why we share the, the knowledge on this. I think it's very good to support uh, these businesses to understand it. But uh, I also discovered one more thing is uh, the online world is a very big world. Uh, people need to understand that online is just not, it's not just about putting your products online. Right, mm-hmm. and now having a product online, that's the marketing of your product is makes more sense than having your product online. I think this one, I find that uh, during this MCO, many people come in without a proper strategy. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, even though that some of them start putting themselves online or start promoting themselves online, they also have one more issue, which is that issue comes into my expertise is because. Uh, I feel that a lot of people, when they are offline, which means when, they, when you see them in outside world, in the networking or what, they present themselves very well. They know, they can tell you everything about what they know. Uh, they dress up well. Okay, they have good proof to show that they are credible, everything. Only one issue. They forgot that all these years, they never translate all this information into online. So they so, don't put all this information on the internet like in a sense of a profile or what? Social media. Right. Okay. So what happened is when you start to promote yourself and most people will just 
uh, anything that you buy online, people just a click away, they can find out who is the seller or who is the promoter. And if you are nowhere to be seen in terms of the congruency of you promoting it and how I do my background check on you, then you lose the opportunity. Now, this one, a lot of people don't do it because I think uh, it, generally we talk about Malaysians or, or, or most, most countries, people are very comfortable doing offline sales, online bis offline business. So they are good enough, they are busy enough. Uh, I think this COVID-19 crisis has forced many people that online is going to be a way of life. Mm. So it's really a correction if you think about it. I call it a business culture correction. Mm. You know, three, four years ago when I came back to Malaysia from the United mm. States and I've been advising a lot of business owners, I'm like, you mm. got to go online right now. Mm. Like, in a time where before Lazada was huge, Shopee mm. was huge, I was saying that Amazon was going to come and it's going to kill all these small retail businesses. No one listened to me. Everyone thought I was crazy. And now this COVID-19, this quarantine has forced business owners to adapt. Here's a funny thing, Steve. You know, uh, I, I live nearby this area where there is uh, a huge wet market in, in right. Amantun Dr. Ismail right, TDDI. Right. And there is this, this auntie that sell like vegetables and, and, uh, and produce. Uh, she's one of those people that you will never imagine going online. But now she's going online. She has right. her, her own Facebook group. Right. She's doing live video every right. morning, selling right. it and then delivering it to your house. Like right. this auntie that is uh, never thought about going online and always mm. think that online is for the young people. Yeah. Yeah. She's selling online right now, selling right. vegetables, spinach right. online. I thought that was absolutely crazy, but that was so important because people like that are able to adapt, right? But see, that's the, that's the thing, you see, like, like I feel that um, uh, entrepreneur, I think I, I have to respect Malaysian entrepreneurs. They are quite, how to say, they are quite hardworking. Uh, yeah. they, are, they are survivor, but only when the environment pushes them, uh, they only go yeah. and do it once. Yeah, when they have no choice. No they choice. No choice but to <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why it's so good to have you today because what you do is all about really uh, preparing yourself and preparing a business owner because I know you do a lot of branding advisory. I know mm. you do a lot of helping people to, you know, carry themselves better, which, you know, if, if for those of you who are listening to this, one of the most important thing is first impression, right? right? In business, first impression is everything. If people see that you come into a meeting, you wear like, a, you know, joggers and then you wear a t-shirt in a really formal business meeting people are going to see you in a very different way compared to you know suit and tie so let's let's talk a little bit about first impression right now online how can we create a very good first impression online if people see your ad people see your video how, mm. how do we create a great impression i think i think here itself uh before you go into the first impression i think we we, we go into the part about uh getting your online and offline profile to be uh, congruence, which means mm -hmm. uh, as long as I, I talk to you in the offline world, yep. uh, what I see there, I must see the same profile online. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't, don't, don't do housekeeping on this. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I mean, when you start to push yourself online, uh, I feel that content crafting is very important, including the podcast including uh, Facebook Live, including Facebook posting, uh, copywriting, all these things is very important. Unfortunately, humans has one very bad uh, core values that is called self-centered, which means uh, most people write based on how they feel they want to write. And that particular thing will create something called insensitive sometimes because you, 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 you probably feel it's okay, but the moment that this content is out, you will make certain group of people feel uh, angry about that. Can you give uh, an example? Example is, 
of course, I always think this, our government will say that the Doraemon voice things and also uh, have to speak like Doraemon, have to dress, put on makeup to do housework, drink warm water. Now, these are all very personal, uh, your own point of view. But unfortunately, uh, when they say this, they didn't realize that it's going to affect a lot of people who listen it. And uh, I think that one, we have to be mindful because we are in public now. So uh, I've seen so many people when they start doing this and then problems comes or maybe issue comes. You know what they always say? I don't mean it. You see, it's so easy to just put the one answer, I don't mean it. I think as us, uh, when we need to want to be embraced uh, human and uh, to have more kindness in the whole society, I feel that it's very important that we need to be more sensitive whatever that we are going to shout out so, so that we do not uh, have this kind of issue because you must understand reputations and branding, right? It uh, doesn't matter you do 100, 100 things that is good. You only need one bad thing. You, you kind of jeopardize the whole thing. Already. Right. Right. So if you, if, you, if you look at one example, it's uh, Mr. Bill Gates. He's doing mm. a lot of charity work right now. Mm. Uh, he's saving the lives and saving mm. the world. But a lot of corporate people and a lot of people, especially like on Wall Street, they still remember mm. him as the corporate raider, the person mm. that destroyed companies, the person that uh, took over companies with a lot of force. Mm. You see, uh, I, what you say is absolutely true. But I want to ask, ask you this about mm. the... Uh, mm. about you know, being sensitive to other people and you're saying the sensitive thing. Why don't you think that people are more aware of what they say? You think that they just have a slip of tongue or why can't they just control? It's part of our human, uh, human, uh, it's it's in our human uh, DNA. Self-centered has been always uh, a part of us. Example, I always say this, like let's say um, you are in the office, you are in in a building and there's fire. Will you help others first or you go out first? Naturally, you will do your go out first, right? Uh, because uh, it's already it's, it's part of the DNA for um, for call survival instinct. But at the same times, if you don't handle it well, you also become very egoistic and self-centered. Which means most of the time, whenever you say anything, you only say for the sake of your own benefit first before other people benefit. That's why mm-hmm. uh, in the saying of the society in the business world that we always encourage people to spread more kindness to be more empathized before we say anything or do anything because what you don't want other people to do on you you don't do it on other people again when saying this is very easy so i i always i, I always like to, to share this because our eye we look out we don't look in so most of the times we know that we can say what other people are doing wrongly but we don't right. know how to say ourselves that we are doing wrongly yeah so how, how can we fix this issue? How can we plant or seed more empathy into people so that they can actually be consistently thinking about other people's perspective as well? Is there any I, thought process or formula? Yeah, that's, that's the thing, you see, because I always feel uh, like me and my environment and also most people uh, that is in the society as if they are well-established, they always say, you know, the order to solve any crisis is always love, right? Mm-hmm. So the love part is as long as you, like, make sure whatever you do, you treat the other person as a human and you treat the right. person as a loved one, you will not do a lot of things unnecessary. Like yesterday, I had a, uh, I had a, how to say, I had an interview with uh, Amber Cha. And now uh, you know that she's a very top supermodel and number one, and she's so uh, famous. 
But you know what? I learned, I told her, I learned from her what is humility because till now, if she goes to any event, she makes sure that she say hi to every single people that she knows in the room before she go and do her own things. And that is what I call respect. Because, you know, as you climb harder, you know, my mentor always say, humility and gratitude goes a long way. So as long as you understand this theory, you will be very mindful and very sensitive with every actions that you take so that you make sure that you do not want unnecessary people to feel affected just because of your work, especially if you are a role model or you're someone important in the society. Okay. Okay. So th- that, that's great. Like I think being having the ego tuned down, mm. especially at times like this is really important. But you know, times like this, when there's so much fear, fear mongering going around with the virus, mm. with the economy not being so good, you know, the self-centered you know, energy is going to increase even more. Like, people are going to think a lot about their, themselves, their family. Right. Yeah. So is there any way they can be a lot more aware or they can control? Is there any books they can read? Is there any process or experience they can go through that they can maybe, you know, force them to be a lot more aware about their actions and what they say? I think, I think this part of it, I feel um, the, best, the best way to solve this, even whether it's crisis or not crisis, is always choose the right environment to hang out with. Because no matter how good you are, how positive, how loving you are, now if you're surrounded by a group of people that is all about power struggling and things like that, you automatically yep. will be affected by this, this group of people. You're the average of your five friends, right? Isn't it? So, so I always recommend start looking for environment that mm. fits into what we are discussing today. I, okay. ha- I, I can safely say that my environment is one of the environment because I don't care whether you're rich you are poor, you are tun, or you are high school, whatever, I don't care. But I, yeah. I very care about you have the core values that I wanted first and foremost. Because if right. that doesn't meet, right, you, we won't go into the next stage. Right, right. That's, I think that's really, really important as well. So, mm. you know, talking about this, I want to go back to branding, especially right now. You know, what kind mm. of personal branding do you think people can do? Because I believe personal mm. branding is the key to charging more, which increases your margin and save mm. your business. Mm. I believe that personal branding helps you make you the logical choice when you're being compared with your competitor. I also mm. believe that personal branding gets attention for you because mm. we are in an attention economy. But mm. that, that's my philosophy when it comes mm. to personal branding. I would like mm. to know your thoughts because you've been in this uh, feel and this circle for so long I think your thoughts are going to be a little bit more unique mm. so personal branding is a is a holistic approach now uh, personal branding uh, before the crisis when we do for our clients or even for myself uh, there are three areas that we need to be emphasized on it's the offline online and also media right so but because of the COVID-19 crisis we have to do something called what is the most important to do first which means right. we will get rid of the offline and also the media because these two we can, because it takes a longer time, so we put it aside. But the online part is where you'll be, as soon as possible, you can always see the result. It's to fine-tune your online profile and also to start uh, value-add people by writing good content. Unfortunately, you see that the trend going on in terms of the online world, uh, I, I always joke in my, in, in my sharing, I say, people suddenly become a chef, people suddenly become a fitness instructor, people suddenly become a TikTok influencer. Now, I feel that all these things, if it's not within your, your area of expertise, don't go and do that because it will jeopardize your branding. You don't so do you're focusing any- on one thing? No, you're work- focusing things that is nothing to do with you. Right, right. Now, you are in social media because you want to have more leads generation or push your business. That's our focus. If you're there for fun, okay, 
then we don't have this conversation. But mm. who who don't want to have more leads generations, right? right? Right. Unless you're a housewife or this, that's a different case. Now, here itself, if you want to have leads generation, jolly well, you put 80% got to do with your work content. Mm-hmm. Now, 20% you do on the lifestyle, I think that's fine. But now, almost you see all the online profile, when you go and search them, they have a zero connectivity with the real real profile uh, offline. Which means if you see them as a developer or maybe you see them as a real estate, you go online, they totally don't know that they're real estate. So mm. that's a big, big, the big gap there. And then I think a lot of people need to, to, to learn the importance of it. Yeah. So, you mean, so, so, so you're saying that they should really strategize around what they, are, I mean, what's their main income source? Let's say if they sell real estate, as you say, mm. they should present themselves as a real estate, uh, yes. let's say negotiator or agent, online, mm. offline, wherever, even when they talk to their, their mm. friends. I, mm. I think that's really important because, mm. you know, there are people that I meet online and there are people mm. that I connected online uh, mm. that I've never met before in real life. You don't know what they do because they never mention what they do. Uh, and you don't respect them that much until you find out what they do. But the first impression is already gone because they never gone. really <laughs> set the you know the first impression. Right. You know, but there are some really successful people that that actually add a lot of lifestyle into their right. uh, their social media. Like like right. Richard Branson is one. Right. Tony Fernandez is one. Or what's right. your view on those? Are they too successful that they don't need to? Yeah, right. That is also where I'm coming around. You see, mm. people that have really done it and make it, even the. They share cooking show with you. This like Alibaba Jack Ma sell lipstick. You still love him, but because they already make it, that's why in the online world, in the branding world, you say this: when you are branded, when you are famous, it doesn't matter what you say; it's all wisdom. Hmm. But if you are nobody, whatever you say is all con. People think you are con man. Right. Right. So this is very important in the. Uh, society because now this is what we call trust is the biggest currency nowadays in the market so here online world you can build the trust easily but the fact is whether do you want to make an effort to do it okay so what, what are some simple things that people can do right now to clean up their social media profile like I'm, I'm assuming linkedin is one Okay, LinkedIn generally are more, uh, for me, I don't really use LinkedIn because uh, gen- my, my, my clientele base are mostly entrepreneurs and also SMEs, right? So, so I don't really go LinkedIn that much. I feel the LinkedIn are good for uh, working class and also if you're doing corporate stuff, I think that is fine. Uh, Malaysia generally, I think Facebook still works very well. Instagram, uh, lately I was just like doing uh, some discovery you see, like when we go Instagram, right? We cannot minimize the screen. Uh, we do Instagram, we cannot minimize. I think that is already a very big problem because like in Facebook Live, we can do three Facebook Live at the same time. But unfortunately, sure. Instagram have that. So that's why the reach out may not be as interesting as it is. I've seen people that have like five, six million followers, but when they do the live, it's only three figure. So I think partially it's because the whole platform are not meant for people to do open and while I'm doing other things. Yeah, yeah. So I here's, think- the, here's the thing also with Instagram, many people of this, you know, many of these three, four million people, you'll be surprised, even celebrities, many of them have a lot of fake followers. Yes, agree. Uh, so that's why I think we just measure according to, I think posting are still fine, but I was like, referring to the live. I feel Facebook live are uh, vir- more viral than the Instagram live. 
Oh, talking about that, I want to ask your opinion because I uh, think your perspective about this is going to be fun. Now, uh, over the last few months, I've discovered something really interesting, especially in the Malaysia Chinese market. Yes. Uh, on on groups, on like uh, you know, I think they're usually on groups. There will be like sellers that will be turning on live on Facebook. They will sell like fake stuff. They will sell a lot of stuff, yeah. and then they will do it like you know the night market style. Like, come, come, come! You know, three, and then your time limit. I thought the entire selling process was very interesting. Like, what's your thought on it? Like, as a, as an entrepreneur, as someone selling something using that as a platform because not a lot of people want to do live to sell stuff so I would mm. love your perspective is that good for their business is that good for their branding as long as it's consistent now I'm not asking people uh, that sell a fishmonger to be dressing up like me and then start, start selling fish <laughs> there, so, there is a fishmonger that dress up like you as <laughs> okay which is fine I think that that goes into the position you should try to be yeah. different Right? right. So right. Uh, it depends on uh, the nature of the products that you're selling, right? So yep. if you're selling things that is uh, uh, expensive or exclusive, uh, it's more premium. I think uh, to take a, a, a more exclusive way of uh, doing it, I think is better. Now, if let's say we talk about like what you say, the anti-vegetable seller. Now, the whole issue about that auntie is never about the never about uh, fighting about whether classy or not classy. It's about yeah. there are so many vegetable sellers are trying to go online. How are you going to position yourself inside? Right. Very like, important. Very important. And you know, that comes into the flair of talking in front of the audience. Now, mm. you, 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 I mean, we are different because we, we do platforms selling, we do on the stage selling, and we do online and things like that. So we, we have an a unfair advantage compared to the rest. Yep. But most people need to upgrade their wisdom in this. Because just because you know how to sell to somebody offline, one-to-one, doesn't mean you know how to sell to people online because online you're almost one to many so choice of words in terms of what to say is very important that's why uh, which fishmonger can sell the most depends highly in terms of how they craft their content some people right. do you think are, charisma is important too when they're doing a the live video or do you think they should be scripted I think uh, when we talk about uh, certain people, they are inborn, which means they are born to sell. So it means like you go to supermarket, you see all those people, are they go under training? Probably they not, but they, they just learn over the time and, and they have a flair for it. But most people, they do not have the flair of it. They need to be scripted until it seems like they have a flair of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what about, what do you think about maybe like they can work with someone with more you know, natural selling ability first. Then they do the back-end stuff. They have someone handle the front-end. Would that be easier for them as a business owner who are positioning so I, now that going online? I, I think most people who want to do that. But but let me tell you, human is like that, right? So who you want mm. to push? Unless you're pushing your own family members. Now, if you push yep. your staff, so the staff become very good. The staff help you to get a lot of sales. Now, the, there's only two possibilities. The staff will go and start on its own because right. why do I need you? Number two is the staff will get pushed by other, com- other competitors. Now, mm. who will be suffering? Now, you again will be suffering. Now, it really depends on whether, whether you look at this as an issue or not. Because easy to say, we always like to leverage on other people. But certain things, I don't think that we, we can leverage on other people. Mm. Why? Because it's too high risk, high cost. Because uh, as an entrepreneur, you do not depend on anybody 100%. Now, right. for, 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 for me myself, as long as 
my staff can do it, I can do it. As long as I can. So, but what I can do, my staff may not be able to do. So I always practice this because I, I, the last thing I want, I don't want to be overly dependent on one individual for my business. Well, now, now you, you, you open up a can of worm now. I want to ask you this very important question because I, I, what I like to do is that even though you know, a lot of people might know me as a trainer, as a speaker, you know, uh, as someone that sells courses and as, you know, those kind of things. But one of the things that I actually do is I actually buy and sell companies. I invest in a lot of companies. And uh, one of the things that uh, I, I, I think a lot and I think very often is, should I brand the company name or should I brand the face of the business? You know, for a lot of us speakers, we usually brand our name, but what about like an ordinary company? Let's say a beauty salon, let's say a hair salon. Should we aim for... Are we talking uh, about, the, uh, are we talking about your company or talking about other company? Uh, just generic, any company out uh, there, like normal so, main street company. Right. Maybe I talk about you first because uh, your brand has been, your name has been used, been used in this environment. So uh, it's quite tricky for you to use in that environment. But... Mm. But you can do a spin-off, which is you are doing now. There's no, no issue, right? Right. So uh, for people who, especially this, this, this crisis, I always ask people to use their, their name first because company branding take longer time to have emotionally attached. But personal is very, it's whether I like you or not. If I like mm-hmm. you, then I will support you. So it's quite fast in doing the, the trust part. But company, it takes a long time. You know, how many companies can be like Apple? How many companies can be like it? There's a lot of publicity, a lot of branding, and you do not have time at this moment of time to be doing it. So uh, just like uh, my business partner, Dati Wini, you know, like, like her, her, her name is as important as a caliber, which is a branded name. So both is important. Now, uh, my, my suggestion all these years is, uh, get yourself to be fun, uh, frontal the company first until you get so busy, then you move to the back and let your company be the front. So you must use your name until it becomes full, then before you take a back step. Right, so you basically use your face uh, and your name to open the door and once the doors mm. are wide open, that's when you actually focus more on building the branding value mm. on your company side. Mm. Right, okay. especially right now, I think it's really important too. I think, mm. as you said, personality is very important because people, whether they buy from you or not, they want to know if they like you or not. Right. Uh, and they judge you purely through the internet now because we right. can't go out. So they're going to watch this content whether they're going to like, either they're going to like Steve or don't like Steve. Either they're going to like Desmond or they don't like Desmond. They're right. going to make the decision within three seconds. Right. Uh, and, and I think it's really, really important as well. So, you know, what are other tips that you are actually giving out to, you know, business owners during crisis like this? What do you think they can do right now that can, you know, positively impact themselves? I think I think uh, I, I think we uh, uh, about this uh, online branding. I think we one more thing is uh, please have a focus. You know, Malaysian uh, entrepreneurs are very amazing one. They can have like uh, ten over businesses, uh, and it's not anything they yeah. make money uh, they have to do. But this is also a very big problem because why? Because this is what we call uh, too many branding. So I think this is also uh, someone needs to uh, be very mindful of. You only need to be good in one thing. Mm. but you spin off is okay but you cannot start telling me okay like today I meet you hey Desmond uh, I'm, I'm actually a developer I'm also a, a insurer I'm so this I'm not saying mm. of course I can do all that but will you trust me you won't because generally I'm a jack of all trades but I'm not an expert in anything right so number two is like this uh, content we are we are all not born to be a copywriter right mm. so uh, easy to say that you need to craft content 
But most people, when they craft content, they get so boring because they will do one style only. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a while, you do one style, you will face one thing called your platform get very... Uh, uh, your, your platform get dry up because they, they get bored reading the same old thing. So that's the reason why like in my platforms, uh, in my environment, I, the last few weeks, me and my team, we came out with something called the, the uh, person, online person branding calendar, which means help you to angle different perspectives to talk about your branding. So then right. you will become a more variety. I think these are the things that uh, people need to understand as long as you're promoting yourself online or you're selling something online, people are all will do a background check on you with just a click away. If I love, mm. what I see is I don't like it, that's it. Right? But what I see, if I like it, that's where the chances of the sales being to go through is, is high. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the, the fact that you're talking about specialization or focusing on one, mm. you know, one impression that you want people to have. Because I know too many people, especially the self-employed, I think business owners don't really get into this issue. I think this is more common with self-employed, mm, like true. those real estate agents. You know right. what? I, I've got a friend, you know, one day this guy was selling water machine and then yeah, tomorrow he's selling real estate. Right. And then he's also telling me that on a part, he also do wheel writing and also right. insurance. He's, he's everywhere. Right. So right. like for me, like as you say, you know, there's just no trust. Like, he's not the go-to guy. Like, I feel like if I want to buy insurance, I'll go to my go-to insurance right. guy who only... Right handles insurance it's like right. if you have a really big right. illness or a really life-threatening illness right. you can go to a general doctor you go to a specialist right away right so i think that's really important and most people don't think about it right for for self-employed then for and versus business owner are, is the branding effort they put in different would you like would you advise them differently if you get these two no actually items? in fact uh because the online it's actually you see uh, now uh, because the way of life is changed already uh, because yeah. of the COVID-19 crisis, right, almost everything is reset. Now, if you know how to re-strategize yourself well, you can easily, right, capture the market more than all the, all the big companies because mm. it's, it's almost like a reset button has been, has been uh, triggered. Now, you brought up very good points about uh, people that is, uh, I would say, they are jack all trades, means they, they do a lot of things. You know, most people don't realize it. Now, let me tell you why people don't realize it. I always say this in my class. I say, you like to sell people things, but you don't like people to sell you things. <laughs> don't you think so? This is, this is a human nature, human character. Sir. You like people to love you, but you are so stingy with your love to other people. So it goes back to the self-centered again from the start of yes, the conversation. Of course. You see, like your friend that say, uh, start sharing this with you. Why don't you start sharing the same thing to him? You ask him whether Correct. he like it or not. He won't like it. Mm. He will tell you he don't like it. But why is he doing it? Because he's not mindful of looking into how he sees himself. Like most people do that. That's why, that's why even until a, a, a small little things like um, how you reply your WhatsApp messages, right? So here itself, you can see how this, whether this person is self-centered or not. Correct. Now how you reply right. comments and all these things. I think, I think we have to be mindful. Uh, the reason why you have followers, you have, uh, you have people liking you is because of the nature of your personality. Just like Amber Chia itself. No, frankly speaking, uh, I always say this. If people make an effort to write a comment into your Facebook posting, that is an effort. Now, for you, just put an effort to reply them. I don't think that is very hard to take. 
hard, hard to hard to do. That's why, like for me, even though like every time my birthday, I have like few thousand messages, I reply every single one of them personally. Why? Because I think that this is a respect. Now you want your followers to follow you and make an effort to do it. You have to put the effort back. I think the last thing I think is people will say, "Oh, I, I how I know I'm busy? How I know I'm this?" Now you always say that yesterday Amber said Amber and me we have the same thought. It's like that. Now you you treat people nice automatically you will be paid. Uh, people will be nice to you in abundance. I I like what you just said. You know, one of the clients that I just got, he's in a daycare business, like child daycare business, and they cannot operate their business right now because of mm-hmm. the lockdown and the quarantine. And they are afraid that after the MCO, after the lockdown, their business has to be closed. They asked me for an advice. I say, you know what? The best thing you can do right now is to send thank you letters, thank you message, personal from you, from mm-hmm. the top of the mm-hmm. management. Mm-hmm. Every one of you, right? If handwritten, even better, or make a mm-hmm. personal video, even better. Mm-hmm. Show your gratitude to the clients that have been with you for years. And the clients were like, you know what? After this, we're gonna stay with you. Don't worry. Now, this, this, these are the things. Also, uh, because in my in my area as for this, I have two parts. One is uh, personal branding, and another part that is where I started out to do what is a relationship building. I, uh, you see, because uh, naturally, a lot of people right don't realize I've been I've been saying this topic for so many years. Now, people don't realize they are building transactional relationship. What is transactional relationship? I give you product, you give me money. Right. Right. So there's no relationship at all. Now, you won't realize there's a problem until there's a crisis, which is now. Right. And you reflect back and all the support, all the network, all the net database you have, you think they are friends. No, they are transaction. Mm-hmm. The last thing is they will care for you. But because whose fault is also your own fault. Simple reason why. Do you build relationship during good times? No. Your good times, you go and hang out, you go and holiday, you go and do it. You don't even want to yam cha. You don't even want to do. But when only you start to be panicked, like your this uh, daycare, suddenly buy flowers, suddenly buy this. Well, yeah. God do better than never do. But certain things, right. building relationship, you always do it during the good times. Because it's perpetual, you just keep going at it. I mean, you literally, some companies that literally have a department, their job is just to do this. Mm, that's very true. Like, so, like for me, uh, I only have 24 hours a day. My network, I know who will be by my side to keep it good times or bad times. I know. So, so that's how I build my relationship and that's how I do it. I, have a, I, I, I mean, I teach people how to do it. But most people don't realize it. That's why. Like Desmond, now after the crisis, you have many of your friends start to tell you, okay, you know your true friends only when shit happens. Right. I think that statement is very unfair because you only go to your friends when shit happens. <laughs> Don't you think so? Yeah. That's what, the, that's what most people do. Right. And then the thing is, how can you get me to help you when three years, for the past five years, you never even have a messages to me? Right. Right? So I don't help you is because I don't, I'm not a good person. Now turn the whole ball around. Would you be doing that or not? You won't. Mm. So I think don't be, don't say things so easily and uh, how to say, uh, reflect a little bit whether this is your own uh, doing or not. 
I think that's fantastic, Steve. It's been such a pleasure having you here. I've learned so much. From <laughs> I was expecting a lot of business knowledge, but I really get a lot there in terms of how to be a good business owner and a business operator. Uh, not about the tips and tactics, but really about looking in inwards and fixing the inside so that the outside gets fixed. Because of that. So, so I really so, like that. You know the Chinese saying is like, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'll just share. Hey, you know my mentor is say, "Seek to learn, first to do business." You know, learn how to be a a person first before you learn how to do business, which is Correct. a very uh fundamental of a uh, Chinese way of doing business. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, if you look at a call. People in the business, they are people. And if all the people are rotten and all the people are negative, the business is going to reflect the same. Mm. So once they are positive, everything just becomes amazingly positive. Now, Steve, you know, my audience might want to learn a little bit about, you know, what you teach, which is relationship building, mm. which is about mm. branding. How, how can they find out more? Do you have like a channel that they can go on or I, check I, it out? Okay, so now I think the priority main focus is the online personal branding, which I have my uh, usual webinar every Thursday. So mm -hmm. uh, I think I can uh, give you the link in a short while so that we can actually share. And uh, that is where I share a lot more about how to strategize the, the online personal branding. Because I feel that um, in the online world, you need to have different kind of wisdom. You have to treat yeah. it, not just a platform to be have a presence. You need to learn all the different tricks from uh, your trick and from my trick. You combine that will be the best trick. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Steve, for being here today. Thank you for sharing so much generous information. It's a pleasure Thanks having, for having you. Thank me. you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, see you. Bye.